Welcome back to Make Me A Fan. I'm the Jag. I'm Pete. And today we're talking about Santino Brothers at last. Is it just me? It took me a while to figure out Atlas. Atlas. Oh no, all day. Damn, okay, I feel stupid for that. Nah, I don't. However, I don't feel stupid because I went to this show and if you missed this show, you freaking missed out because it was phenomenal. Am I right, Trey? Absolutely, 100%. What, what did you think going into this? You knew it was gonna be a uh, Always know that they're big shows. Uh, this was this was a great show. Oh yeah, for sure. Unfortunately, uh, they had so much that they actually had a pre-match. They did. They had a pre-match that wasn't even advertised, wasn't even promoted. We didn't know what was happening. All of a sudden, Mr. Cameron Gates, the Santino Brothers Submission Champion, hobbles his tiny Tim looking ass out to the ring with his crutches to talk a little bit of trash about how great he is. And considering that I guess he took the title or he beat Robbie Phoenix for the title or they had a match in the past, I'm not sure which, he had a lot to say about Robbie Phoenix. How did you take that? Were you offended by that like I was? A little bit. It was going to say, that's a, that's a lot of math on, you know, on a kid like that with yeah. uh, so much respect for a guy like Robbie. Now, let me just say this. Cameron Gates is talented. Dare I say he's prolific and gifted, okay? Everybody on this show is from Santino's and Santino's is near and dear to our heart. We actually start there in just a couple of days. So we're excited about Santino Brothers. We felt like part of the family, but maybe not in the inner circle quite yet. But we were at the kitty table, I guess, for now. But we still know and appreciate these guys, and we know and appreciate Robbie freaking Phoenix. So when Cameron was talking all this trash, he got a little bit under my skin. You know, I didn't like it. You know who else didn't like it? Robbie freaking Phoenix, all right? Because he wasn't gonna have it. He was in Cameron's face. He's ready to lay the smack down. But before he could get his tail kicked, Cameron calls out my man. What's his name, Romero? Mm-hmm. He comes out from the back looking like a giant monster of a guy. I mean, he's no small dude. He's a big man. Uh, for sure. And he was like, hey, guess what, uh, Robbie? I'll wrestle you if you can beat my guy. Yeah. So Robbie said he wanted a shot at the submission title again. Of course, Romero comes out and they start doing battle. And it's a little back and forth. Robbie's getting this stuff in. You know, he had that uh, hurricane run off the top rope, I believe. And, mm -hmm. you know, I think Romero's strength might have been a little hard to overcome because it was back and forth, I think. Robbie was making a great account for himself. Mr. Romero was kicking a little butt. You know, he's super strong. But next thing you know, somebody else comes out to the ring. Tell him, Pete. Oh, it's the one, the only, Ruby Reyes. AKA Chingona, okay? She comes out to the ring. She's got something to say. And then, that's not it's not just her talking, okay? Even more people have to come out. And the person, the highlight of the night, according to my son, was Mr. Halston Body. Halston Body came out to the ring. One of the managers, he is prolific and gifted. He had something to say. And I swear, from that point, it was just fire hands and a milkshake straw. Everybody, their cousin, had something to say about the championship, the submission title, and everybody wanted a piece of it. Am Hus I right? Hustle and Muscle made their way out. Yes, Hustle and Muscle, Vinny and Alonzo came out. It was crazy, man. Everybody wanted to have something to say, and they had, I don't know, it, it, was, it was a free-for-all at some point. Oh, for sure. And I think that's actually what ended up leading into the next part, which is all of a sudden, Everyone ended up just boop, getting into a battle royale. Yes, and it was like, I guess the last person standing got a shot at the submission championship. So I don't know how many people were in there. It was crazy. 20, 30, 100 people. It was a lot people, of people. Probably just, 15, 20 people. It was great. And you're, we're going to scroll through some of the photos. Oh, yeah. Some and, people and, I've never seen before. Yeah. I mean, come on. Oh, I, yeah. No, so good. And so you like, love seeing the action here. A lot of double teaming, lots of elbows. Oh, yeah. Lots of, lots of chops. Yeah, I was say Milo was there. Yeah, it was Milo, yeah. Man, it's crazy. I mean, everybody's just throwing shots, trying to get each other over the top rope. See the big man there? He wasn't going for it. He wasn't going over the top. I mean, you can see there was a lot of team-ups, a lot of efforts to get people over the top rope. This was unexpected. I expected the show to start at 8.30. This is like 8.10, okay? And they're like, oh, yeah, we're totally having a rumble. Yeah, and it was not even, like, it was not to be trifled with. Yeah. They were going hard. Yeah, look at this one with Ruby. Man. Oh, yeah, man, she's not so playing good. around. Yeah, Milo's getting her, getting 
and ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we can feel that one, Milo, I'm sorry. Yeah, and look at RJ, RJ taking it to, yeah. RJ was putting in work. Yeah. RJ's fantastic. He is prolific and gifted. He's one of the uh, nominees for Rookie of the Year for 2019. RJ, you are amazing and you kicked some butt in this match. Now, I don't want to reveal who won too soon. We got more pictures to go through. But you can see right here, RJ's getting ready to hit some top rope action. I thought he was going to do like a missile drop kick on Ruby. Unfortunately, Robbie Phoenix was able to come in and toss him off the top rope. So my man RJ got eliminated. I didn't know who was going to win at this point. So we're just watching. Alonzo's in the ring doing his hustle and muscle thing. And of course, the Chingona, she had enough of that crap. She threw him over the top rope. And I do believe Ruby came away with the W. She certainly did. And then she let, you know, served a little notice on camera and said, you know, I'm coming for that championship. Now, I don't think I've ever seen Ruby use a submission or end a match in a submission, but hey, I wouldn't put it past her. Oh, no, as you say, with, uh, with the wealth of knowledge she has. And, from and, Santino Brothers? Yeah, absolutely from Santino Brothers. Ah, <laughs> yes. I imagine she and Robbie are probably, I imagine he'll help her get ready for oh, that. I you know? imagine, oh, yeah, and I think Cameron's in trouble. All of a sudden, he pulls a freaking Randy Orton. He doesn't need the crutches after all, and for that reason, he got a smackdown from <laughs> Ruby, and I think she put him on notice that I'm coming for the strap. So, Cameron... I hope you're eating your Wheaties, saying your prayers, taking your vitamins, and believing in yourself because Ruby's watch got your Watch some of that number. tape. Yeah, there's a lot of tape to watch of Ruby. You better get studied up, man, because I, uh, I think she's coming for that title. I believe March 21st is the next show, so I think Ruby's going to come for that title on March 21st, so you better prepare yourself. I'm excited. I'm excited, too. So that's going to do it for today's episode, right? Yeah, yeah we're so, just covering that. And so I guess what did you think of the building as well? Oh, I was surprised. It's a rec center, you yeah. know? But it's a beautiful rec center. It's nice. Yeah. It's big. It was well lit. Of course, the Santino lighting trusses, you know, that's also fantastic. Santino's knows what to do. Production value was top freaking notch. I don't just say that because I'm a Santino student. Even before I was I, blown away. I, this is, the, I think I took my best photos at this show. Really? Yeah, I think I took, I mean, you're going to see them. And That's a big talk from Pete. That's hashtag Pete's Pitch talking right there. Wow, your best photos of all time? I, I, I think I took some, uh, absolutely, some of my best photos. It here. was extremely well lit because of the lighting setup. And what I was saying is, Santino Brothers knows what Picante Sasha tastes like, if you want to go back to those Pace commercials. Mm -hmm. They know what a wrestling show should look like. They know what wrestling should look like in the ring. Outside of the ring, they had a great gorilla position. They had great lighting. They had great everything. Oh, uh, yeah, the the entranceway with the, and then they had the steam. that they, Yeah, that, the steam. I mean, it was, or, yeah, it's, uh, we'll see it in the photos. But, oh, for uh, sure. Let's tease them about what tomorrow is. Ooh, the first match of the evening was which one? I forget. I don't know, maybe Dom Kubrick and you oh, the band? Dom Kubrick, 2018 Wrestler of the Year, according to SoCal Uncensored. And of course, and, he's and going up against a nominee. Viva Van, who's a nominee for 2019 Rookie of the Year. So, this is going to be an amazing match. You guys Tito have to brothers come at last. And the official match number one, we talked about the pre-match yesterday, the official opening match on the card, we're gonna talk about today, Encyclopedia, please tell them who we're talking about. Well, we've got the vivacious Vivian Aviva Van, and yes. we've also got delicious Dom Kubrick. Ooh, delicious Dom Kubrick, I like the alliteration. In the ring right now, if you're looking at hashtag Pete's Picks, you got Nick, Banana, is that right? Mm -hmm. The referee, one of the most prolific and gifted referees in the world, in my opinion. And you got the dashing Agnon, handsome voice, I believe he calls himself. He's in there doing some ring announcing. And then, of course, the music hits, and the Smoochie Crew member himself, yeah. Dom Kubrick, comes out to the ring, and... I mean, wow, isn't... Look at that, he even got one of you. <laughs> yeah. My hand was blessed by Mr. Dom Kubrick. I got a little bit of love from the Kubrick man, and of course he gets in the ring and he does what he does. He likes to uh, uh, kiss the ropes. Uh, he is very... It's a French kiss. He is very, very open about his feelings. He does love wrestling. 
Yeah. Yes, he does. And then, of course, after he came to the ring and made his entrance, the, I mean, like, look at these, look at these photos. That is damn crisp, man. Dude, damn. So I was saying, so guys, here's your first example of where I was saying, yeah, I took some really good photos. So yeah, it, it, strap it, strap it. It only gets better from here, my friend. I, yeah, I can't even. I mean, I'm not a photographer, but I have an appreciation, and that's a damn fine photograph. So hashtag Pete. Oh, snap. <laughs> damn Pete, dude. I told you. All right. I told you. And so like, obviously Viva made it to the ring as well. She and sure did. And Viva, you know, she's got a, a unique look. She mm -hmm. wears a, a very interesting outfit to the ring, which I think a lot of the guys could appreciate. Oh, for sure. I, was, I just love Dom. Just, you know. Oh, yeah. Dom was great right there. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's Viva's outfit. And 2019 SoCal Rookie of the Year nominee Viva Van, a.k.a. Victoria Vaughn. Look at that. Yeah, she's fantastic. She's prolific and gifted. Yeah, now that's that looks to me that looks like a, a 2019 you know, wrestler of the year. Ooh, there's a lot of competition for that. I, it is you very. Give, you giving you giving it away, away uh, already? Look, I don't know, but you guys. I, I watch I watch a lot of glam and I watch a lot of hood slam and she made a lot of shows. And is there time still to vote? I do believe there's still time to vote. There's so still time to vote. Go to SoCal. But, you know, she also uh, was with War Beast at PCW. Oh, okay, so, we saw her wrestle Simi Sakai yeah. for the championship yeah. at the last PCW show. So our most popular video that we've covered for it PCW. It is Viva Van. You guys love me some Viva Van, and I personally love Viva Van as well. And this match was going to be fantastic. Of course, you saw the interview with Dom Kubrick. You know we're big fans. So this one, look at that picture. That's a great picture, Pete. There's, there, there's so many of these. And Dom tried to get fresh and she wasn't taking any of his stuff. Yeah, you know, Dom likes to kiss a lot of people. Viva Van said, I'm not the one. Take this right hand, kiss this, kiss this fist, right? Absolutely, but yeah, I mean, again, just. Oh, wow, yeah. Dude. You know, Dom's gonna give you a personal call and tell you how amazing this freaking picture is. If he's not selling those at his merch table in a couple weeks, he messed up. I, I understand, as you say, like, yeah, it only gets better from here. These are so good. And so, obviously, look at this beautiful Lope Suicida. Oh, yeah. From sure. from Viva. And then, of course, Dom actually ends up catching her and puts her into a... Uh, oh, yes, a, a DDT. Yeah. Yes, and you can see the Jag there cringing because it's on the hardwood. Now, of course, I don't want to say this. Some people, Pete, I don't want to brag because the Jag is not rich. I'm pretty damn far from it. But some people called me the West Coast Ric Flair. I just, it's a rumor. It's a rumor. If you're a member of the BWO, which is a group on Facebook, they've heard, you might have heard people refer to me as the West Coast Ric Flair. Now, I am not balling like Rick. There's no Rolex watch. There's no gators on my feet. There's no jet flying. There's no limousine riding, okay? However, we did go first class all the way, baby. First row, front row at Santino Brothers, and that was a so great good. vantage point for your picture. 100%. Which is how I was able to get the smoochy poo, okay? And I was also able to see that crazy DDT on the hardwood that literally made me cringe, so, as you some saw. Some of the best setup. I love, I love the way that there was some space between the it ring and that. It was fantastic. But yeah, there was no guardrail, and I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Uh, made, for, awesome. made for a different experience. Very cool, yeah. And, so and the pictures are great. I mean, and then, of course, you know, I'm going to toss in some artistic ones here and there, sure, because, sure. you know, why not? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, again, just uh, photo after photo, guys, this was a great match. Uh, as soon as this is up for streaming or wherever you can watch it, yeah. you guys have to check this out. This oh, was sure. a phenomenal match. And we see Viva putting uh, Dom into that STF. Oh, and, yeah, she wasn't playing around. But, you know, Dom also Look came to. Nick in the background. Yeah, I mean, just killing it. Come on, Nick. Nick, just, yeah, yeah. So good. Oh, then Dom went to work on the back, right? Mm -hmm. Then he went yeah. for that, yeah. Yeah, this is great. I mean, I'm just, I'm stuck watching TV. We don't want to do that. We want to entertain you. But if these pics don't entertain you, check your pulse. Yeah. Because the encyclopedia is doing some great work here yeah, again, with the photos. You just you know, that, that emotion where she's like, what else do I have to do to beat Dom? Yeah. And so this is actually going into the finish where she ended up doing that bridging um, that yeah. bridging submission. I didn't know what and, to call that, but it well, was amazing. Yeah, and then uh, Dom had the wherewithal to know that she was doing that and shifted his weight so that her actual shoulders ended up getting pinned for the one, two, three. Yes, that was a surprise finish. But you know what, Dom? 
Tom is a wily veteran at this point. Well, yeah, I guess the other thing is, again, you, these people, again, a lot of these guys travel so much and they wrestle yeah. and they know these things. So you've got to end up pulling out that that one, like, yeah, oh, he, I got you. He probably you know all my though. You know all my tricks except for this one. Hell yeah, good stuff, Dom. Good stuff, Viva. That was a fantastic match. You guys are hashtag prolific and gifted. I appreciated every minute of this match. Hot match, hot opener. Yeah, and, I, and, and, and again, it follows my rule that if the first match is red hot, Damn usually right. the night continues that way. And Hell yeah. That was definitely how the night started. It was a great night, and this was a great start to the night. So if you haven't seen this, it's about At Last, the Santino Brothers show from January 4th. And I think this is match number two officially. It is. All right, and today, the match that we're talking about involves four amazing competitors in Cyclopedia. Tell them what we're about to see. So first off, as you see with hashtag Pete's Picks, we Ooh. see Ray Rosas, the That's champion. A fantastic photo, Pete. Oh, dude, dude. Dude. Yeah, but Ray Rosas is amazing. Absolutely. I mean, say what you want about anybody on the world, but you say something bad about Ray Rosas, you're getting a left hand from the Jag. Understood. He is prolific and gifted. Not only is that, but he's a dedicated worker. The guy wrestles literally every week. Yeah. He's killing it. Oh yeah, and he's just it, intensity. Yeah. yeah, so good. So he came to the ring with Che Cabrera and Rico. Yep, Rico Dynamite they call him, and Rico and Che were two big, strong-looking dudes that had Ray's back. Ray talked a little bit of trash on the mic, and next thing you know, well, I mean, Ray kind of, I guess it kind of set up the match later, of course, but Ray, Ray is, is, is an interesting man because he can go from dancing and getting one shoved down his pants to, to drinking and wrestling with the leftovers to just being an all-around heel at the Santino Brothers show. Yeah. The guy is is versatile, okay? 100%. He's prolific and gifted. He can do it all, literally all. And I'm frankly pissed off, to be honest, that he has not been signed by anybody. Anybody. Anybody in the world should be uh, eyes on Ray Rosa. There, there are some pretty obvious people that I think should have signed him. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, what am I? What am I? Can't I can't call these people and tell them how stupid they are? But I can say this. DMs man, are open, but they're probably not listening. He deserves the greatest praise and accolades you can heap upon him because he is a very talented. Not only is he talented, but he's a nice guy. Absolutely, and he runs Millennium Pro Wrestling up sure in the valley. Yep. He runs shows every single Friday, guys. Wrestling school. He's a teacher. He's an instructor. He's giving back to the freaking community. Exactly. Come he's on, bu man. He's building the future champions and you guys got to check out Millennium Pro Wrestling. Yes, most definitely. Chatsworth, I believe it is. It is. But now, speaking of other people that are building the next generation. Damn right. Two instructors from Santino's, they teach the Lucha Libre class. They were talking about Phoenix Star and Zocre Los Luchas. Mm -hmm. Now, they're originally called, this is me playing the encyclopedia, they're re originally called Los Luchas Espectaculares. Yes. I'm trying to get my Spanish on. Espectaculares. The Spectacular Luchas, right? But most people couldn't pronounce the aspect. They couldn't pronounce <laughs> it, which is why they're just most luchas. Exactly. But they are prolific and gifted. These guys are seasoned veterans, and they are an amazing tag team. They have amazing chemistry, and I love to watch these guys yeah, wrestle. Look at this. Hell yeah, it's a fantastic photo. Pete, what do you think about Los Luchas? I, I love these guys. These guys uh, have had hell of matches, amazing matches hell this yeah. last year hell at yeah. bar, especially starting in that summer. When you showed up, you saw Orange Cassie, but then you also saw Los Luchas wrestle the Lucha Brothers. Oh, yes. <laughs> all I know, all I know is these guys are prolific and gifted. You can see Isaac in the background getting ready to do his job. And this was a fantastic match. There's a lot of back and forth, some really cool spots. I mean, these guys are about the same size, I would say, but the Latino meat, Rico Dynamite team, I felt like a little more mass on them. What oh, do you for think, sure. Hey, uh, they definitely had the muscle. Uh, mm. Los Luchas were flying across the ring the whole entire time. I mean, oh, yeah. just another great one of Phoenix Star in there, and Zocre's now in with Che. Yeah. I mean, just, this is this is such a great match. It's so much back and forth. This, look at those chops. Oh, yeah. No, Brutal. seriously. I mean, yeah. You cannot mess with Los Luchas. They will <laughs> look at Zocre. He's like, woo! 
<laughs> everybody, everybody's wooing at that. Oh, point. for sure, yeah. And these guys are amazing. I mean, I, I can't. I'm, we we talk about these guys all the time because they're staples at bar. You know what I mean? I don't know if I can say anything new about them, but this was most definitely new. They went for a double sunset flip. And in doing so, they started to pull down the trunks of Latino meat and Rico Dynamite. We saw full moons that night. There are a couple of full moons out, and I was actually kind of nervous because I, I don't want to see too much, you know? <laughs> right. I felt like they were coming down a little too much, and I was like, oh. oh. And but, then, of course, Los Luchas on that Tope Suicida. Of course, yeah. Stereo ones, yeah, just great match. Yeah, fantastic match. Double six, six one nine. nine. Hell yeah. Look, this match was great, guys. Whenever it comes out, however it comes out, we will let you know at Make Me a Fan 316 on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. But you have to see this because it was freaking amazing. Yeah. Great there's a little miscommunication at the end. I don't want to give away too much. So I wasn't sure exactly what was happening. But in the end, I do believe it was Latino Meat and Rico that won. Am I correct? All right. Now that's nothing against Los Luchas because they put on a hell of a match. And those guys are amazing, but it just wasn't their night, I guess. It really wasn't. You know, uh, Che really uh, had the upper hand at the end. Yeah, he did. But uh, clearly, uh, you can see stuff building, and there's a lot of tension. Slice Boogie comes to the ring. Oh, for sure. With the uh, tire iron out yes. of his Audi. Hell yeah, Audi really? Oh yeah, he's got. Oh yeah, I saw he posted yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> but here's he, the thing. So I love Slice, and this is t uh, he always rocks the drop top down oh, yeah. on that Audi. I love. He, he is in character. 24-7, Slice is Slice. For I love sure. it. Let me say this. I'm a because fan. My first experience with Slice wasn't all that positive. And what I'm going to say about that is I didn't like some of the things he said in the ring. Ever since then, though, the man has impressed me over and over again, both in the ring and out the ring. I love the promos. I love the character. Like you said, he's always in character. And I can't help but root for this guy. So, Slice, you made me a fan. I'm a fan and a half. And I was cheering for him. He even gave me a quick little high-five handshake on the way out. You know I got your back, Slice. I really appreciated everything he was doing, and I love the fact that he brought out the freaking tire iron. Because 100%. That's a hell of an equalizer. Well, no, that's, that's a straight New York thing to do. Oh, for sure. For sure. So, and I, I gotta respect a, that. A, this, was, this was great stuff. This is, again, building towards that main event where yes. we have Ray Rosas versus uh, Slice Boogie for, yep. the, for the Santino's title. Storytelling, tire. guys. Storytelling, yeah. Hell of a match. I think it was exciting, and we're gonna, of course, talk about that in a couple of days. But tomorrow, we're talking about, I believe, match number four. Three. Oh, match number three? See, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm excited about this one, can you tell? We're talking about match number three. This is Heather Monroe versus... Uptown Andy Brown. Uptown Andy Brown. This is a fantastic match, the Jag is excited. Queen, However, Queen Bay is on her way to the ring. Queen Bay is on her way to the ring. If you aren't paying attention to hashtag pizza picks, you're missing out because he took a lot of great picks at this show. And Heather, I would dare say she's pretty darn photogenic, wouldn't you say? 100%. I think so. 100%. Now here's one thing about Heather that you might not know, that I didn't know. You probably already knew this. This woman knows how to work a microphone, all right? Before the match ever started, tell me what happened. No, she she ended up getting the ring, as we're seeing right here with Pete's picks. She gets in the ring, and before anything else, she had to make sure, she had to set the record straight that, guess, right. that she, and I 100%, no, nay, 200% and behind that she needs a shot at the title. You damn Sa right. Santino's championship, yes. submission championship, doesn't matter. Yep. Heather all the way. Now let me just say this. I made her my promo of the week during last week's Juggernauts and Jabronis. She freaking killed it. I wasn't expecting it. I didn't know it was coming, but she came out and she laid out her argument like a freaking prosecuting attorney, okay? She was undefeated in all of 2018 at Centino Brothers and she still doesn't have a title shot. Meanwhile, other people who she feels are less deserving, I will not weigh in on that, 
do have a title shot. So Heather freaking Monroe. She aired her grievances you just like just, just like you would at Festivus. Yep. I, I felt like I, we were we were in the time machine and we had gone back a couple of weeks and we Hell were at the yeah. Festivus poll. For the and, rest and, of us. And, and, and the the grievances were, were aired. aired. Yes, for sure. And uh, I, I already knew this going into this, guys, because uh, duh, I watch Glam uh, second Fridays of the month mm. on Hood Slam. You want to see more of this? You want to see hot Heather promos like that? In the sense that these are hot takes. You should be watching Glam. Look, man, I'm gonna say it like this. You want to talk about a hot take? That mic freaking melted. Okay, 100%. I mean, look, look at these photos. Look at these photos. They're yeah, melting. It's yeah. melting in her hand in these I, photos. Look at this. Damn right. Those aren't M&Ms because it is definitely melting in her hand. She and, is killing it, people. And, and then she even turned that into a meme. That's, oh yes, she did. She turned this into a meme. Look, so. I'm gonna say it like this. And I mean. I know a little about a lot, okay? Mm -hmm. I have no experience, which is why we're taking our bus to Santino Brothers. I have no experience in the wrestling world, but the Jag has worked microphones for quite some time. And she impressed the bejesus out of me in this promo. The match hadn't even started. And she dropped the mic, not literally, but she definitely put down the mic and she went and sat on that rope and waited to whoop some ass. Yeah. Heather Monroe was on one that night. She was 100% on fire. She earns a title of hashtag prolific and gifted. Heather, I owe you a hug. You made me so happy with that promo, and then the match didn't even start yet. So, Andy hasn't even hit the ring yet. Tell him about the match. Oh, tell him Andy comes out, of course, and if you don't know who Andy Brown is, you're missing out. The guy is talented. He's a veteran, prolific and gifted. The guy can do it all. And, of course, he's wearing a Kathy Campanelli cereal t-shirt. Let's get cereal. You noticed, and I think that's a beautiful shirt. I do, too. I'm a huge fan, and obviously, we're super happy for Kathy. It's excited. We don't know where she's going yet. but No, but she I, has some new developments and announcements to make. And that's, that's, that's amazing. So, yeah, Andy Brown to the ring. and. Yep. You know, just this is great stuff, man. Oh, they, great, man. The two of them had wrestled before in tag matches, sure. but never one on one. Yeah, I'd never seen them single on, you know, one on one. So this is a great opportunity to see him get down. And he had a lot of really cool offense. Oh, yeah. um, he had that that elbow he went for. He had some cool knees. There's a lot of good spots, a lot of good storytelling. Yeah, you see their faces, man. Yeah. Dude. Even Nick's face is in the background oh, of the yeah. referee. This is a, there's emotion in this match. You can tell they both really wanted it. And after Heather talking all that trash in her promo, you know she had to back it up. Had so you, had you. It was on the line, man. But I mean, yeah, look at just capturing that moment where yeah. she's slammed in the ground by Andy, but Queen Bay putting it together. But yeah, this is, this was a great match. Yeah, look at all these, yeah. I mean, Pete, <clears throat> I always love your pictures. I was telling you, like this is this is one of the best that I've ever best sets of photos. I love your pictures, but this was next level. Oh, yeah. This was next level, and and it was it was great. I mean, like look at this one with that. Yeah, look. Okay, people, if you're not following hashtag Pete's Picks, you're missing out. You need to follow all of Pete's Picks. And actually, as a matter of fact, we're gonna have an opportunity for you to see all of Pete's Picks here very soon. So stay tuned for that. If you don't know what we're talking about, hit me up in the credits or credits <laughs> in the comments below, or hit us up on social media at Make Me a Fan Three Sixteen, and I'm. I might let you in on a little secret, a little development we have cooking for you. But go ahead, Pete. Tell me about the just, end of the just match. Just look at the action. Oh yeah, look at the, the, air. the, the, the It's just such a good match. And then <clears throat> uh, we got to go back to the top real quick for the rest of them. Oh yes. Because with the numbers rolled over, yes guys, the odometer rolls over. I take thousands of photos. Uh, this was 4,700 photos for this match. Yeah, it's still, still down to like 600. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well. The thousands yeah. and then and thousands of photos from the encyclopedia, of course. And he's like, yeah, those photos made the cutting room floor. Yeah. Well, the beautiful part about it is she hits the uh, her finisher, which is a take on the Minchinoku driver, but she calls it the bad Minchinoku driver, mm -hmm. which I think is awesome. And that 100%. Course, that led her to the one, the two, 
and the three. So Heather keeps her streak alive, laying Still undefeated. Laying multi Multi-month. Yes. 13, 14 months undefeated. Why does she not have a Santino's title match? Answer me that. Somebody, please, no why? No disrespect to the power of the Viet Santino's, but this woman needs a championship. 100% agreed. I think she needs I think she needs to take the title from Ray. I want to see her take on Ray next month. That would be That's a bold prediction. It is a bold prediction, but I'm here for it. I'm I'm, here I'm, for I'm all in. I'm 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 betting I'm betting on the bay. Yep. She she's gonna win the championship in a couple of weeks. Mm. I mean, she is top. Heather, we haven't sang your praises enough. Allow us to do it again when we interview you, if you're open to it. So make sure you hit us up. We would love to sit down and hear your thoughts and anything that's on your mind because homie, you can work a mic, and I am proud to be a a I don't friend. I hope I'm a friend. Proud to be an acquaintance, and I hope that I can earn friend status here. And someday. Santino Strong together. Damn right, Santino Strong for the win. So that's gonna do it for this amazing. It's for the championship. Today we're talking about the match between Mr. New York himself, Slice Boogie, versus Ray freaking Rosas, the Santino Brothers heavyweight champion. Encyclopedia, what were you thinking going into this match? Slice has got a tall order ahead of him. He sure does. Uh, you know, Ray Rosas is. Uh, Easily a living legend. Yes. You know, training the next generation, but mm -hmm. also still better than the next generation, and clearly. Still kicking butt on a regular basis. You can find him at MPW, at Bar. I mean, so many different places. He's everywhere. At Ground Zero. The guy's kicking all kinds of butt, taking names. So I knew this wasn't going to be an easy task for Slice Boogie, but I thought Mr. Boogie was up to the task. 100%. He definitely has the skills to pay the bills. He sure as hell does. And the and balance is due <laughs> right here. So I don't know exactly what. I thought going into it, I think I was kind of an open book. It was kind of a pick'em for me. Sure. No, the uh, biggest thing for me was is that obviously, you know, Ray brought his muscle to the ring. So that oh, was sure that did. was that was my first worry for slices. Yeah. He's already starting out in a deficit where he's outnumbered, you yeah. know, he's got he's got two guys on the outside that want nothing more than Ray to continue to hold that for Santino's sure. goal. Look at that picture. Hashtag Pete. Look at that. Yeah, that one's fantastic. Reach out and touch me. Yeah. Come on, Ray. Ray, that's yeah. Come on, people. If you don't love Ray Rosas, check your pulse. This man is fantastic. And if you don't appreciate Appreciate Mr. Slice Boogie. You don't appreciate wrestling. Cause Look at Slice, that belt. that's a pretty belt. It was, but you know, got a little damage yeah, earlier in the night. Yeah, yeah. Got a little damage earlier in the night, so we're missing a side plate. But you know what? It still looks magnificent. I'd be proud to have it on my shoulder. Would you? Hundred percent. No, I don't think that would ever happen because the Jag is old and has a terrible back. But you know who doesn't have a terrible back and who is young? Slice freaking Boogie. Something, and he's going to end up with that title around his waist. And it looks like, based on that picture, he's thinking the same damn thing. I'm going to tell you, he's got a greater than better chance to win it. I hope so. Now, here's the thing. Slice Boogie wrestles in Air Jordans. That's a little weird for me. There's no wrestling shoes. He's wrestling in basketball shoes. But you know what? It didn't stop him from taking flight and going over the top rope onto those two jabronis outside, uh, Mr. Rico Dynamite and Mr. Che Caprera. And you know what? After the interference, the attempted interference, your man Isaac had something to say. What did he say, Pete? Get the hell out of here. Kick rocks, jabroni. Get out of here. Look at look at this reaction from him. He, yeah. he is not taking it. Isaac is not to be trifled with. You don't want to mess with Isaac. No. Then everybody wants an above board match here. Yeah. So this is what we want. This is for the championship. So once we got rid of those two clowns outside the ring, the action goes back into the ring and Isaac says, I'm not to be trifled with. Do not try to push me around. Those guys are gone. Wrestle this freaking match. And Slice gets back in and he's got a hurt arm. His arm's a little injured, some things happened, he was not, not feeling 100%. And of course, Ray, being the freaking veteran, dialed right in, there, he, is, he, just, he just zoomed right in and said, oh, your arm's not great? Exactly. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go ahead and start working. It's it. like a shark smelling blood in the water. He's just going for it, yeah. Look at the pain that slices. Oh my goodness, Slice, you're killing it, Slice. I am a fan. 
Slice? Yeah, dude, yeah. I'm gonna shake your hand again, because I did shake your hand this time, but next time, I might even buy a t-shirt. I don't know if I'll buy the F Slice Boogie shirt, because I don't think I can wear that one to church, but I will buy it. If he has another shirt, I might have to get that one. Slice? I am a, definitely a fan of yours. And here, Ray is just trying to just dash on my hope. Look at this. Putting he, him to, trying to put him to sleep. Yeah, and I'm feeling like I'm some Oh, but vibes. look at that. Oh. that. There was two, but there was certainly not three. Nope, he came Sli back. Slice definitely was in control of that situation. You can see Ray just trying to torque that in. He's actually trying to you know, block that carotid artery and cut off that blood and the, and the oxygen to the brain. Cause You know, and it had me worried for a moment because I know the slice wasn't feeling 100% after that beatdown he took on the outside a little bit. His arm's not feeling 100%, but you know what? He was able to power out of it and get back into the fight. You see right here, we got a couple good offensive moves in. He was even went for a pin, but Ray's just too freaking wily. He kicked out. No, just too much experience at this point. Unfortunately, you know, this is where being a, va a crafty veteran really pays off. Oh, for sure. And I mean, you see that Ray always looks comfortable in there. Even when it's not going his way, you feel like he has a plan. You feel like he has some kind of an idea of how he's going to get out of it or turn the tide and get it back on his side or get things going his way again. And of course, toward the end of the match, he, he hits, hits that. He hits that, just that amazing Macho Man elbow. Yeah, he dude. loves, look at that, loves using that move. Crazy. And that one, did it get him? No, but look at that. Look at Isaac. Oh, yes. That's see You guys tax. have to understand how gnarly that match was that we talked about yesterday. You can still see the tax in Isaac's shoes as he's refereeing this match. And as, as that was happening and Slice kicked out, he ended up knocking over Isaac. And so yeah. that's when Isaac was out of commission and Slice hit him with his finisher. And I think we counted to like 15. Yeah, it was a long, long time before Isaac was able to get back and get to the count. But of course, at the very last second, Slice, yeah. Ray was able to kick out, which sucked because he really, I thought he had it in his hand, but inadvertently getting the ref knocked out kind of stole some of his momentum and Ray was able to bring it back into his favor, man. For sure. Uh, you know, again, crafty veteran just really, you know, putting it all together at the end was yeah. just uh, too much experience over, over, you know, finesse. Nothing and, but and, respect and, for Ray, but uh, damn. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, he, it, Slice, there's a huge, huge career for this guy. He, he's unlimited potential. Which is why I voted for him personally as a 2019 SoCal Rookie of the Year for SoCal Uncensored. So you guys could probably do that too. I think there's I haven't voted yet, even though I have some preference. Now you can vote every day. Oh, so okay. I've actually been able to spread the love a little bit because I have mixed feelings, but I, I think I've clicked on Slice more than once. So, oh, hey, I understand. You know, hey, I don't know. Just showing some love to my dude because he is prolific and gifted and so, I mean, it wasn't his night this night, but I think we'll have another chance sometime in the future, don't I, we? I see, I see unlimited gold in this man's, whatever he wants, he touches is gonna turn to gold. I like that, he's got the Midas touch, the slice Midas touch, I like it. So, I mean, this was a fantastic match, of course, Latino Meat and Rico Dynamite came out to celebrate Ray's victory, and that was it for this match. Of course, the next Latino Brothers at last, and we're talking about the main event between generation versus generation, the superstar, well, Pete, you tell. Well, I was gonna say, you have the master and the Ooh, apprentice. Very true. I, like I mean, I, I, as as a big Star Wars person, you know, I I, I have to go back to that. So I, yeah, I you, appreciate you've got that. you've got Joey Chaos, yep. who you know him and Robbie are the cornerstones of Santino Brothers. Damn right. So you know when you come through the doors there, you're gonna see them and they're there your entire journey. Oh, for sure. And they walk you through from zero to hero. And one of the heroes that they brought to the table is Mr. Jake Atlas, who is prolific and freaking gifted, so much so that the man is going down to Florida to a little place called NXT. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, obviously you can see in the picture right here, the, what, a, what a King's reception Jake yes. had. And you know, the thing is, it was, I'm gonna get a little sentimental here. Sure. I've only been following local wrestling since 
July, basically. But I heard even back in July about some guy named Jake Atlas. Jake Atlas was the future of Southern California indie wrestling or local wrestling. And this guy, of course, I didn't know it at the time, was projected for the freaking stratosphere. This guy is amazing. And I can only imagine how Joey must have felt taking this guy literally from the very beginning from zero to now a hero. I don't know if anybody else has gone from Santino Brothers to the WWE, do you? This is the first one. So I mean, this is pretty much, and I don't wanna oversell this, but this is pretty much the dream come true for each and every person who ever steps foot into Santino Brothers, or really any wrestling ring and any or wrestling school anywhere. Am I right? That's the goal. That's the goal. That's the goal. Now here's the thing, a lot of people put in years and years and years and years of effort, and Jake's been doing this since 2015, I believe he said, so that's four, almost five years of effort. So we don't wanna say it was easy. And I saw his 23rd professional match in See? 2017. I saw him wrestle out in a parking lot in Long Beach of a bar. Wow. <laughs> for PCW Young Guns. I also saw Chris Bay and some other people. And How uh, far he has come. Well, yeah, so I saw his 23rd professional match. Wow. And I saw almost everything since. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't, I can't gush enough about you know. No. This is this is a once in a generation wrestler. You get you know you get a once in a in a class Absolutely. and a lot of those people. But this is someone who's gonna go change the world. Now let me just say this, people, and I mean this 100%. Take all the the the, the stick off the table. This is literally a dream come true. If you went up to anybody in any wrestling school, you name a school, create a pro, whatever. Doesn't matter. And you say, where would you like to see? Like, what would you like to happen? Well, I want to learn learn my craft. I want to hone my craft and then I want to sign a deal with the biggest company in the world. And this guy freaking did it. So if you ever wonder, could it happen for me? You damn right, because it happened for Jake freaking Atlas and it happened at Santino Brothers, people. So that's enough of me gushing about Santino and Jake. The match was fantastic. We saw Jake come out to the ring to a king's welcome as the encyclopedia said, and then Joey Chaos, who was playing the heel in this match, I believe. 100%. Came out to a mixed reception. We appreciate Joey for who he is, but based on the storyline, he got some well-deserved booze. Would you agree? 100%, because there was a, a promo between matches where you talked about how that when you sign up at the school, you know. Yes. So again, obviously guys, storytelling, yes. you know, this is supposed to help build all that suspense for that, but it, it really it really was, it, 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 there, there was a big match feel to this. It was, and it felt like there's some serious stakes, and you knew there was gonna be some emotion in this match just because if you if you haven't seen these guys interact, not only at Santino Brothers, on the instructional videos, you name it, these guys genuinely freaking love each other. We know that behind the curtain, but if we're talking kayfabe in the match, Joey had some beef with, with Jake and they're gonna go at it, so. Mm -hmm, absolutely, and obviously, you know, Joey's, Joey still looks good as the day, oh, he left, yeah. he, the day he left TV. Oh, for sure, and he looks fantastic. And the guy, of course, he runs a wrestling school. He knows what he's doing in that ring, every corner of that ring, at any given time. Now, I'll say one thing I was a little surprised that Joey took about 10,000 freaking chops. <laughs> he got chopped to death. He was oh, chopped you, suey. Uh, oh, well, I think we'll have some photos of that. Oh, we do? Okay, well, oh, we will. But it. as you say, one of those things that I always do a couple of shots, and like this is one of those ones that I ended up catching as well, where okay, I, have, I have some signature stuff that I always take photos of, but yeah. So we don't see a whole lot of damage to Joey's uh, pectoral area quite yet, but you see Jake certainly actually uh, setting the pace of the oh, match, yeah. letting you know Joey know that, hey, you might be the veteran, but I'm the superstar, Jake Atlas. And this is my this is my ring, my building, my you match. You said it earlier, man. Master versus apprentice. You know, when we met, you were just uh, what was that? What's the line? Yeah. Oh, I forget the line. The Vader line. I just messed it up. Yes. I was just the student or whatever, I don't know. Today I'm the master. That's that's kind of what we're getting on here. Damn it, I messed up the line it's encyclopedia. Okay. You don't know why help me out. 
We'll put it here on screen. <laughs> but, just cut to it, yeah. But Jake, uh, Jake clearly had uh, he had Joey rattle. Look at look at this. You know, Joey yeah. ended up having to take a powder, went outside and had to regroup and kind oh, of yeah. go, okay, you know. Maybe he knows some things. Hell yeah. Not like, to say that he can beat me, but maybe maybe this kid knows some things. You know what I tell my son? I said, I might have taught you everything you know, but I didn't teach you everything that I know. Exactly. And so I think Joey said, okay, I'm gonna have to dig in my bag of tricks. I'm gonna have to remember what I taught this guy and bring something else to the table. So it was interesting to see how Joey had to dig deep to pull out some things that was gonna turn the tide back in his favor because it looked like Jake was in control pretty much in the beginning. For sure, I, I, and I look at that there was kind of certain phases in the match and I would definitely like to know if I was right or wrong in it, but it's, it's, we had that kind of that, that feeling out period, you know, yeah, Joey yeah. figured out, okay, cool. Um, looks like, you know, maybe Matt's skills and that stuff wouldn't be okay, so let's turn it into a brawl. And so, of course, Joey starts out as a brawl, and he starts brawling with Jake. And yeah. this is what we were talking about, where there's an immense amount of chops, yep. uh, just beating each other back and forth. You yeah, see, bouncing each other's heads off the top of the turnbuckle. Oh, yeah. And there's that damage we started talking about, where they started just strong styling the, the the bejesus had to be chopped. It was rough, man. I mean, you could see every time he would chop him, it was like, dude, I But look like, at that, look at, look at him tearing into Jake's face oh, on the nose and oh, the end of the mouth. Yeah, this is a brawl, people. This I is, mean, you, it you might've started off as a wrestling match, but it turned into a fight. Absolutely, and I think that's kind of one of those things that we got to the point where like, okay, I can't win a wrestling match, so let's win a fight. Hell yeah. So when you can't win a fight, then that's when you start going unconventional. Oh. And that's really where we started the next phase of this, where all of a sudden Joey was extremely frustrated and taking it out on Jake in every which way possible, oh, but also sure. starting to feel, well, what else am I gonna hit him with? I hit him with the kitchen sink. Yep. I already hit him with everything else. What are we gonna do? Look at that, look at that. Yeah, I look think at, at this chest. point, Joey's starting to doubt himself. He's starting to say, you know what? I know I can beat this kid. I think that's what he's thinking at the beginning of the match. But right about this point, I think that doubt's starting to creep in and he's going, what do I need to do? Do I have enough? Can I get this kid out of here? And I mean, he never gave up. Joey's credit, he kept going at it. And Jake Atlas, I mean, you know, this, this, this is, you know, 10 minutes into the match Oof. and he's still going at it. I mean, yeah. like with that intensity, he's like, hey, you know what? You, you don't have any, I, I, I run the show. This is my house. Sure. This is my ring. This is my building. You know, one thing I said about Christopher Daniels a lot, because we watched a few Christopher Daniels matches, he never takes a minute off in the match. He's always working. Even when he's outside, even when he's on the apron waiting for a tag, Christopher Daniels is always working. And you know what I saw in Joey Chaos? He also is always freaking working. This is what the greats do, people. They never take a minute off of the match. Even if you're outside taking a powder, you're still telling the story, people. You're still telling the <sighs> Try story. Try to grab a beer or sell or, do any, or interact with people. Even when you're frustrated, I mean, even just the, the facial expressions and the just body out of the language. Ring and kicking the space between you and the fans. Exactly. I mean, this was amazing, people. It was a great, it was a master class of storytelling on the part of both Jay, Joey Chaos and Jake Atlas because, I mean, obviously, they got history. There's a story here, and the story's being told in the ring. I, I love scrolling through these photos. I mean, everything, like I said, this is easily the best show that I've ever taken photos at. Uh, I, it was so important. Um, wow, look at those boots. Yeah. Those boots have got scenes. I, I, you know, that's one of those things that at some point love to sit down with Joey and us and just talk to him and Ooh, hear some stories. Yeah. You know, get some, get some, uh, just hear about tales and going up and down the roads, XPW, some of that stuff. You yeah. know, understanding, you know, where where he and Robbie and the things that they had to go through oh, to help sure. to help open these doors and yeah. help us. Well, even watching that documentary on Santino Brothers, when we first signed up for the advocate class, opened my eyes to a lot of the things and some of the hurdles and obstacles they've overcome. This man has the my utmost respect, and if you're a wrestling fan, he should have your utmost respect as well. And this match, he, he even showed that much more why he deserves that respect. Am I for right? Sure. And even Jake at this point is so frustrated because <clears> he's <throat> hit Joey with everything. And uh, yeah, and then he actually does actually end up hitting him with the LGBT DDT. Hell yeah, and, and, and that and was the end of the match. And picks up the win. Now look, people, 
I, I mean, if you don't know this by now, I don't know why you're watching this video, but there is a story that's going on in the ring and there's a story that's outside of the ring. So I'm the Jag, as you know, but there's a little more to me than that. He's the encyclopedia, but there's a little more to him than that. And I think after this match, we got to see a little behind the curtain between Joey and of course, Jake. Now we won't get into their freaking government names and all that good stuff, but it was a hell of a match. And you got to see the real emotion between these two people. And then of course, all the other guys came from the back. It was just, yeah. Yeah. Brody King was there. Brody King was that's there. That's how, that's how, so let's stop and break it down. Yeah. It was so important that Brody King, yeah. Ring of Honor, yeah. six-man tag champion, yeah. first NWA tag champion since it got brought back. Nice, all right. Has time and needed to be here to see this match. Respect. Last time, last time, those two were in the ring. Yeah, wild match, Respect. wild match. It's on YouTube, check it out between Joey and, and all right. you can definitely say that it was again a student and the master going at it. Now look, people, um, I'm gonna say this, and I said it on social media. We have a, a, we're on the fringe of the Santino Brothers family because we're new. The people in the ring that you're seeing on hashtag Pete's Picks are, are veterans who trained with Jake, who grew up with Jake, who Jake helped, who maybe they even helped Jake. This is a family in every freaking sense of the word. And once all the wrestling match and the, the storyline is over, you get to see the people behind the story. The people behind the story are beautiful and the people behind the story love each other and support each other and are pulling for and rooting for each other, which I don't know about you guys, but that's the kind of place I want to be at. 100%. I mean, I'm keeping it real 100%, screw all the kayfabe, screw the story. This was a beautiful moment between individuals and people who love each other as family behind when the lights are off and the cameras are off and the the, the, the tights are off and you're just in jeans and a t-shirt. And These you're, are and your you're in ring crew or you're sweeping up or you're picking up chairs, you're helping everybody out. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a family unit and it's uh, one of those things I think for me more than anything was why I wanted to go to St. Gino's oh, was sure. understanding that, you know, this is a family. And you know we don't always choose each other, but we love each other, and we want to see everybody succeed together. Absolutely, that's you know one of the things I'm most looking forward to is being able to further expand, meet the people that we have in advocate class, Absolutely. and also be able to help everybody else. Whether it's taking photos, doing YouTube recaps like we do, yeah. anything that we can do to help, we want to help them as well Absolutely. because this is this is amazing stuff. And when you get to realize your dream, and you get to, I mean. I'm just floored that Jake's, he got he got to live his dream and he's gonna go to Florida. It's so awesome. I mean, that's the whole thing. If you look at the Santino Brothers story, which I can link to it if you want, um, one of their slogans or their main slogan is keep the dream alive. And I'll, I'm, I'm being 100% transparent. Screw all the jokes, all the kayfabe, all the jag. I'm telling you from my personal experience, I've loved wrestling since the fifth grade. I've loved wrestling since I, I turned it on and I started watching with my friends in 1980 freaking eight, okay? And um, I've always wanted to be a part of the show, but I didn't know how. I didn't know places like Santino Brothers freaking existed. And I gave up on wrestling. I stopped watching wrestling probably 15 years ago. I mean, I was so deep. I used to write a column about wrestling online. And then I just, I had kids and I got married and life changed, okay? Right. But then when we started doing this back in July and August, I was like, man, wouldn't it be great to be a part of the show? And I'm old and I got back surgery and whatever. I don't think I could ever wrestle, but I damn sure can, as you said, help people out with commentary, uh, even just setting up the ring, tearing down the ring. Just any anything that I can do. You know, I might, I, might not, yeah, you know. I might not be able to get in the ring and take a bump or do any of that very well, but I can certainly talk, For take sure. photos, all that stuff. And if that helps get somebody to where they need to be and that's their dream, 
I'm happy to help. I just, I've never been good at watching. I've always wanted to be a part of the show. And For this sure. is a way to get in the ring and be a part of the show and, and keep the dream alive, which sounds like we're just a total shield for Santinos. They're not paying us. In fact, we're paying them, okay? <laughs> but it's that damn serious because this is an opportunity for me and for the encyclopedia to live our dreams to an extent and be a part of the show and support this family that we are kind of sort of a part of, but that we got to witness in the ring at last because that, I wanted to be a part of that. And I know oh. I wasn't there for all that. I wasn't there for the building and the and the, 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 the journey. We were we were on the other side, but yeah. man oh man. But there's more journeys to be oh, had. 100%. That's what I was telling myself sitting in that first row. I said, you know what? I can't be in that ring. I don't know these people the way that they know each other, blah, blah, blah. But this is one phase. This is one group. And we're gonna be a kind of a part of this group. We're also gonna be part of a new group. And so who knows who the next person's gonna be? Who knows what the next big thing's gonna be, and hopefully there'll be a lot of us, right? 100%. I mean, you got people in MLW, you got people in Ring of Honor, you got people in WWE now, you got people in AEW, I think, right? We got mm -hmm. some Santino guys at AEW. These people, Santino Brothers is the truth, and that's enough of me gushing about Santinos, but please believe me, if you wanna wrestle, you wanna learn how to wrestle, if you don't wanna be in the ring, but you wanna be a part of the show, you wanna be a part of the squad, you wanna be a part of the team, come with us. It starts January 28th. We'll be there doing burpees and I'll probably be barfing, you know? I'll be sucking wind and wishing I was dead, but I'll be chasing that freaking dream, and that's what tonight was all about, am I right? 100%, couldn't have said it better. Uh, it's, uh, this is magic, folks. Um, you know, it's, uh, you, don't, you don't get to see this match often. Yeah. Uh, and uh, thank you, Joey, for everything <laughs> in that match. You gave so much, and uh, thank you for helping make Jake, and thank you, Jake, for being you, because you're amazing. And uh, huh. yeah, we're, we're excited for you, man. It's a beautiful you've got, thing. You've got the world, you've got the world at your, at your hands. Take full advantage. Hell yeah, dude. We're rooting for you, and we will support you any way we can. And just know that we, uh, you made us a fan. How about that? Oh yeah. And we'll continue to be a fan until the end of this thing. And uh, I don't know when the end's gonna be because I'm gonna be back tomorrow at nine o'clock. We're gonna be back at tomorrow at nine o'clock, <laughs> for sure. At 12 noon Eastern. So Jake, if you're watching this down in Florida, I don't know if you're there yet, I don't think you're there yet. It's noon for you, sucker, but nine o'clock on the, on the West Coast. And we do this every freaking day. We are Make Me A Fan. I'm the Jag. I'm Pete. And we're also Santino Brothers students and we're freaking happy to be there. So we'll see you clowns tomorrow. Bye guys. <laughs>